Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to Jedi Eternal, Episode 7. Today, I am your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with my co-host, Andrew, Jedi General Bolin. Jedi General? That's a new one. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I just sounding something Star Wars related. I don't know. Um, Andrew, what are you... How you doing, man? I you am, right? uh, well, I have bronchitis, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Other than that, I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh, that's pretty pretty good. Pretty good. I don't have bronchitis, so I'm that's doing good. better than you, obviously. <laughs> that's good. This is our last um, episode in this in my current home. Yeah, yeah. I'll be moving next week, and then, so next Friday should be very interesting. Yeah. I'm not even really sure where exactly we'll be doing it at, but it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, you, if we don't get an episode out next week, you know he's probably just homeless. I think it's yeah, I didn't get fully moved in. I'm sleeping on the side of a street somewhere. We're like recording in a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So before we get too far into our episode today, um, we just want to go ahead and just for a quick moment, thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. Like I said, we're in seven episodes deep uh, now, and it seems like it's went really long time and really short at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, we've put a lot of work into this, but we really have been enjoying it. And as of sitting right now, we have approximately 494 Facebook likes on our page. And first of all, we just thank you so much for those of you who are listening, who are liking our page and interacting um, truly, it is. It's it's an awesome experience to be yeah. able to have fans and and not even just fans, but people who like Star Wars and just want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, and it's like I told I told my dad. We were, he was asking me about it the other day, and I told him, it's like you know, we there's people that we don't know at all that we yeah. never talked to that are taking the time to review us to. Mm-hmm. Um, spread positivity and tell us how much they enjoy it and stuff. And it's like, there's just such nice people out there. And we right. just, I can't thank you guys enough. Exactly. Some of the reviews you guys leave, it's just like, I'm, I'm not even joking. It sounds so cheesy, but like I was at the work the other day, I was reading one of the reviews that someone left and like, I literally just sit there like my desk was like smiled. I'm like, man, that yeah. like, we thank you guys again. We're not, uh, we're not trying to get all mushy on air here. But, <laughs> <laughs> but truly guys, it does mean a lot. It does to mean us. a lot. As we stated in the first episode, it was just like, two guys you know best friends just being stupid love star wars we just want to talk yeah and like why not put microphones in front of us you know right. we do it anyway so might as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> but for you guys to be listening and, and and liking our stuff it's 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 awesome but with that being said uh what's a we're at 494 likes on facebook and we wanted to do something special at 500 likes we've been yeah. talking about that for a little bit we wasn't sure what but we kind of have settled on a plan here and that is when we reach 500 likes, um, and we're only six away, we are planning to do a contest where I'm, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to put a post on the Facebook page, and we're going to have a contest where we're going to do a drawing. And uh, the winner of that contest will win the novelization of Rise of Skywalker, which is coming out March 7th. Yeah, which is the expanded edition, so it's yes. going to have a lot of extra content yes. in there. So. I'm, I'm honestly, and I, I mean... You guys, as listening to this podcast, you know I'm not a great reader. Like I read all the time, but mostly for work and for school. So, to be honest with you, sometimes my brain just doesn't want to read on my free time. But even I am, <laughs> am really excited. And I know Andrew's yeah. definitely oh, excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, he's a, I'm very much looking forward to. He's it. a reader from way back. So, <laughs> all my life. <laughs> but guys, I mean, and honestly though, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. And truly, I mean, love or hate the movie, you know, there is things that are missing there's there's details that we don't know and this book is going to be so awesome because it's going to try to wrap everything up i mean we're going to get into this later so we because we don't want to spoil anything right off the bat but there is some big um 
newsworthy things about some of the characters that we've been seeing leaked and stuff like that. Unless we're going to yeah. talk about that later in kind of our spoiler area. Um, but with that being said, um, you guys are going to want to pick this book up. But you do not have to pay for this. We will, if you win this contest, we will pre-order for you and ship it to your home yeah. for free. So what do they need to do to, to win this Good giveaway. question. If you want to win this book, <laughs> no. For <laughs> um, if you want to win this book, we're going to be like as soon as we. First of all, we have to get the 500 likes on right. Facebook. So go ahead and encourage people to yeah. like our Facebook if, page. Yeah. If you if you're like if you're listening and haven't liked yet, like the page now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But. For real though, if you guys haven't liked the page, please go like it. It's going to help us quite a bit. Um, and also, if you have liked it, but you know some friends that would maybe be interested, please invite them to like it. it. Says as soon as we get to 500 likes, we will create a post that's talking about the the book and it's going to be talking about this contest. And here's how you uh, get entered to win this book, uh, absolutely for free. And that is you have to like. It's kind of the quintessential Facebook uh, uh, drawing thing. Yeah. <laughs> you probably know the routine. You, you but... know the routine, but for real though, um, you have to like the like the post. You have to share the post, and you have to make a comment where you tag three of your friends or family or whomever. Right. Yeah. And once that's done, we'll randomly select a winner, and that mm-hmm. and we will um, direct message you for a address to submit yeah. to you. Yep, absolutely. And, um, and like I said, this will be running for three days. So when you guys, uh, you gotta, you guys have to keep your eye out for this post because, um, you know, we don't know when we're going to get 500 likes, right? We would just say, we're going to drop it today, but we got to get to that 500 like mark. Yeah. And if it's done quick enough, um, there's a good chance that we can pre-order it and it'd be shipped to your home by release date yeah, as long as that stuff. Awesome. And so you might get this on the release date if, if we get to the 500 likes quick enough. So that's so, exciting. Yeah. We don't want to ramble on about this, but we think it's going to be a great opportunity yeah. uh, for us and for you guys. I mean, Hey, all you guys you have to do is click a few buttons and boom, you could be entered to win the brand new Rise of Skywalker expanded yeah. edition novel. And we're excited to give it away to someone. Yeah. That's and we cool. really so. want to, uh, want to give it to you guys. It's going to be great. So just keep your eyes out for that post. Please like and share the page as it is. And when we get to 500 likes, keep your eyes out for that because it's only going to be up for three days, guys. And uh, I mean, for real though, if there's only like two people, you got a 50% chance. Now, we don't want two people. We want like we want lots a lot of, of people. <laughs> but if but somebody's got to win. But somebody's got to win it. So it might as well be you. Come on, man. Anyway, so, okay. So ramble on enough, but exciting stuff guys and we thank you again for listening but let's get into our regularly scheduled program and let's get right into the new the program the program anyway so first news story of the week and that is disney has released an updated release calendar and within that star wars movies are still scheduled for 2022 2024 and 2026 so interesting stuff because we have been hearing a lot of rumors like, oh, we don't know if we're going to have movies or not in, in the upcoming future. We're going to just focus on the TV shows on Disney+. Plus. We're going to be focusing on on uh, books and comics and things like that. Because we honestly, I think we had spoken about this right before, like the podcast before Project Luminous was revealed. And we were saying like, what is going to be... Um, the High Republic is it going to be Project Luminous, which is the new book stuff, or is it going to be movies? And we, I honestly thought it was going to be the movies, but obviously not, right? Right. So, what is your opinion on this? I mean, if we're still going to be getting uh, a movie in two years, essentially, what is it going to be? Well, I don't know what it's going to be, 
But I am very excited that this still seems to be the case, is that we are going to get these movies 22, 24, and 26. Right. Uh, it looks like the plan is still Avatar, Avatar 2, Star Wars, Avatar 3, Star Wars, Avatar Avatar 4, Star Wars. So that's still their plan. Um, if you guys hear sirens, that is a tornado siren. It's just oh, a, God. it's just like the, you know, scheduled practice. Well, I, hey, I, I didn't uh, know about this. I'm kind of freaking out. Yeah. Like, what's Braxton's on? like looking around all like freaked out. <laughs> just so you know, it's just, uh, it's just a test. Okay. Good. So anyways, um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're still continuing that back and forth. I'm really glad to see this is still the case because I know with, with just recent events and with the way Rise of Skywalker had went and stuff, there was some question on if they were still doing those movies in the in the scheduled times that they had. So now that they've updated their calendar and they're still there, that gives me hope that that's still the plan. So yeah. we'll just have to see. We'll have to see where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I mean, here's the thing. Having a new movie, you know, it's going to be great. Um, because it's going to really show us what they're capable of, you know, or mm-hmm. not necessarily what they're capable of, but what what is Disney, what is Lucasfilm, what is all these people, the story writers, what have they learned over the past couple yeah. you know, years and things yeah. like that? So it'd be good. So yeah. let's go on to our next one here. Uh, our next one is actually kind of an update on on a previous <laughs> news story we had last week, and that's with Star Wars Adventures. Now, I want to apologize to everyone because we gave out news that, from every um, source I had, told us that this next um, Star Wars Adventure series was going to be the very first story set after Rise of Skywalker. Well, some updates have came with that, and that's no longer the case, it appears. Hmm, uh, what it's saying now is that it's going to begin in May 2020, and it's going to be set between the events of The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So my question here is, is this going to be the case for the entire series or is it just starting out? Yeah, that's a good question. Is it just starting out before the rise of Skywalker, but then like does end up progressing after the rise of Skywalker? Yeah. And that, like I said, that is a great question. I don't really know that answer. Obviously none of us know, but I think, I think what would make, I would say what makes sense, right? Is that they start off, you know, in between eight and nine, and then they progress afterwards. I could see them doing that, um, but again, uh, I just can't express my shock <laughs> uh, enough uh, as I did last time that an IDW series would be the first thing that we see post our you know, right, and that's Skywalker. That was I. I was so puzzled by that. So mm-hmm. if this is the case and it's not actually true, then I think. Honestly, good. I think that's kind of for the best. Yeah. Um, but I do just wanted to make that clear. And again, we apologize if if we're basically we were spreading false information. But <laughs> it's not it our kinda, intent. <laughs> it kind of seemed like everyone was. So yeah. again, I don't know how that started and where that really <clears throat> began. But right. Um, it does not appear to be the case, at least at the beginning of this series. So yeah. just to make that clear, it might get there, but uh, it's not starting off that way. Right. All right. So let us move on to our next uh, news for the week and that is so first of all so ron howard in a sense confirms that bryce dallas howard is truly is directing uh an episode in mandalorian and he didn't come out exactly and say it but when ign made a post about the rumors uh ron howard retweeted that right he retweeted it. so i mean to us that is not 
maybe it, you know oh yes this is happening but i think it's worthy enough to be put on the news because you know why would he repost that if not right right i mean it's, it's basically <laughs> confirming it exactly um uh, because i mean there's no way he'd be posting that if it wasn't true. <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, though, there's a secondary piece of information uh, for this news for the week, and that is James Mangold. That's his name, right, James? I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, James Mangold tweeted underneath that post, and then he says that he is officially, he is not a part of the Mandalorian. So that's pretty interesting because there's a lot of rumors going around with Bryce and, and a lot of rumors of, of, of uh, James and all these people. Yeah. But so so we pretty much have a confirmation that Bryce is coming back for an episode and we got a confirmation that James is not a part of it. So, yeah, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, he said, he said, I'm, I'm so pleased if it's true about Bryce directing another <laughs> part of Mandalorian, but I can tell you it's not true about me. Not doing it, never discussed it. And so he suggested fans should look at who's reporting this and make a note that these sites present conjecture as fact. Yeah, well, and, and he's being very defensive <laughs> about this. I'm not sure yeah. what the deal is, but... Yeah, uh, I'm not sure either. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But again, I would say um, we can't, we cannot say this is a confirmed thing by Lucasfilm. Right. So, you know, there is a little bit of question still, but the fact that Ron Howard posted this about his daughter directing, again, I would say that that's pretty much a go. But yeah, James Mangold does not appear to be any part of it. Right. And like I said, and, and of all people, I think Ron Howard would know. But uh, yeah, so let's go into our, our last uh, news here today. And this is just a quick update. Um, Disney has scrapped the Disney Plus launch event in London. That was going to be last night. It's mm -hmm. no longer happening, but we do know that um, there was going to be some, maybe some appearances of or updates on some of the Star Wars yeah, media, some of the Star yeah. Wars shows and things. So um, there is apparently going to be some some journalists are going to see some demos and things today. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, we won't be covering it on our show today, but later today you might find out some information coming out of this yeah. that might end up appearing um, on some on news sites and stuff. So be looking out for that. And if of course, if there is, we'll cover it next week. Yeah, and that was kind of our hope is that since it was supposed to be yesterday, we was hoping to right, get that yeah. information yesterday. So that's unfortunate, but... Yeah, and then we'd be, be able to report on today. But it is what it is. And uh, so let's go on to that. Um, Alexa, we'll have more information on that uh for sure, next next podcast. Um, yeah, but if, if anything is truly shown. It, I mean, we'll see. The there, there may not actually be anything well, Star Wars. It's who not. Who knows? You know, yeah, it might be another Disney, like, Cinderella film. That they're talking <laughs> about or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, um, we'll, we'll also paste, uh, post that on the Facebook page if we get some stuff in there as well. So, let's move on to our rumor segment. And that is first one of the week. Ant-Man director Peyton Reed has reportedly directed two episodes of The Mandalorian in Season 2, which is very interesting. Um, I have some thoughts on that, but Andrew, what do, you, what do you think about that? So, Murphy's Multiverse is, is the person who has leaked this. Now, he says, he does make it very clear that he, this is not a confirmed thing. Um, he was He was not able to get a complete, like, yeah, this is happening, but he did... Uh, get this from a source that has confirmed multiple um, or has had accurate information about multiple Marvel studio projects in the mm -hmm. past. So he feels like this is a pretty good source, but it's saying that Peyton Reed is going to direct two episodes of the Mandalorian season. And he also mentions that Taiki uh, Watiti is going to again, which I think that's a given. Yeah. At this really point, is, yeah. But, uh, 
I I love Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. So <coughs> I mean, I I think I think that's great. Well, and, and so I have some thoughts on this, and 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 I'm I'm like let's say like seventy eight point nine six three percent. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm good with it. But one thing I will say is that those movies are very, um, CGI oriented for obvious reasons. But one thing is that star Wars is not, or they're trying to keep it, uh, in the modern stuff, they're trying to keep it, uh, to the original, like, you know, prosthesis, you know, uh, you know, practical effects. So it is going to be interesting. If anything, it's going to be an interesting challenge for, uh, Peyton Reed, to try to transverse that gap there uh, between the the CGI versus practical effects. Um, also, you know, those are very whimsical movies. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, that's because that's the character, right? Ant-Man was always whimsical and silly and crazy and stuff. So he did a good job in that. So I'm interested to see if he he's just the kind of director that takes things in a whimsical way or he just did a whimsical movie because that's who the character is. You know what I'm saying? So... It'll be interesting to see. I, I, I'm looking forward to He did great. I love the movies. I do. Um, I'm just thinking it's going to be interesting to see him kind of bridge these gaps here and see how he he tailors yeah. that to the, the Star Wars universe. Right, which, and that's, of course, all if it's true. So we'll just, if have, to, that's we'll just true. have to wait yeah. and see. Yeah. So this next uh, next rumor we have here is one I'm really excited about. Um, a data mining bot allegedly located a Star Wars title <clears throat> called Project Maverick on the PlayStation Network store. Yeah. Another project. Another um, project. <laughs> this appears to be some kind of upcoming game. Um, and if you remember a while back uh, from a Kotaku article that we read, I'm not sure which episode we talked about that in, but uh, Jason Schreier had claimed there were two video games mm-hmm. in the works. There yep. was a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. And then a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive in Montreal, Canada. Yep. I believe Project Maverick is that. Well, because like you said, the uh, article that I read, it literally it literally says, and like I said, the same thing, data mining bot allegedly located Star Wars title called Project Maverick in PlayStation Network Story. And it says, this is a smaller, more unusual project. Interestingly enough, that's the same exact language that was used for, the again, uh, the other project that was being talked about. So, for me, this is an interesting thing i mean first of all we had uh, spoken and was like hoping okay oh i really hope this is not um you know small and unusual i hope this is not like a mobile game <laughs> yeah. we were really concerned about that um because i mean you know mobile games mobile games is fun I, I love playing games on my phone but at the same time like if i'm gonna get a new star wars game i don't want it to be i want it to be a console game i want it to where i can sit down and play this you know and so it is hopeful for us that knowing that this, if, if this is truly true, right, it is on the PlayStation Network store. So it I is think a I think it's thing. definitely true. Yeah, I, mean, only, I don't doubt it. The but. only thing we don't have is the the actual announcement. Sure. But the fact that it's already on the PlayStation Store, we have this image which is it shows like a a star destroyer in the background, and it looks like. It kind of looks like even maybe there's some like lava or something, maybe like a Mustafar type deal going on, but it, it could just be the art, the way the art is. It, right. it maybe yeah. just kind of making it look that way. But the fact there's so many ways this could go, but I, I wonder if this is maybe a ship based game, like a com- like ship yeah. combat, you know, well, uh, uh, keep talking. About I want to look something real quick. And so 
they they do say it's a smaller project. I also have read that based off what they saw there, it kind of looks like it's a beta. They're preparing a beta, a yeah. multiplayer beta. So um, it's going to have a multiplayer element. It may be only multiplayer. Right. That's and I kind of wonder about that as well. This could be a, a again kind of a spinoff of the Battlefront series, yeah. or maybe it's focusing just on ship combat. Well, so I was going to say, so this is this is what I want to look up because I make sure I have my facts right. But on the N sixty four, if you remember this game, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh yeah, was I remember a, that. It was a great game, and it was all ship based. Um, so could it be, you know? They say smaller, but they could make a, a, a great big game out of this. But it's smaller just in the fact that there's not going to be like just an infinite amount of characters spanning all the the, uh, the trilogies, you know, like Battlefront. You know, we have yeah, all we these don't really know, you know exactly what they mean by that term. Right. Like small, quote unquote. But anything, uh, you know, below Battlefront will be small compared to <laughs> Battlefront because Battlefront's a huge endeavor. Um, with that being said, though, it, it very well could be a. a ship-based thing because like i said all we see in the t- the the picture is a um imperial star destroyer yeah, and I, I heard some people say they saw some x-wings but i sure don't see them uh, in this yeah, picture but again picture I, it may just oh yeah there you is. see them there is yep or um if you look below if you look at the picture for those of you at home uh if you're looking at the star destroyer you go down and to the left right next to what looks like the lava if you zoom in there's there is x-wings really I'm just blind, I guess. I still oh oh I do see them. They're very very small. Very small, yeah. There's four of them. Okay, so that really makes me think that that's kind of where this is headed in some kind of ship based combat, Um, which is would be cool. And um, and they already we know that uh, with Battlefront they already have all of that. So if they use the tech and things they already have with with Battlefront, it's it'd be pretty easy to to build a game around and that. I agree with that. The only how do I say this? The only issue I would have with Project Maverick being a fully ship based game is that we are again we already have that Battlefront right. Battlefront has ship and right ground. Combat. Well, there's got to be more to it than just that. I would think, but, but I don't know exactly what would be cool is like again one of the, one of the, one of the, two or three things here is that like rogue squadron you could have all these plethora of ships like mm-hmm. you had like i mean every ship that you could think of was in rogue squadron right um back on the n64 and so that's what it would have to be for me is something where you can get just every ship imaginable on that game in the stars universe and maybe even like some kind of customization thing where you can kind of create your own ship or something along those lines and have to be have some like some multiplayer um but to me this almost sounds like this is not going to be a triple a title this is going to be like like a a 40 40 game you know what i'm saying with online capabilities absolutely i don't think this is going to be a 60 dollars game no i don't think so um i'd be surprised if it's a 60 dollars game i think i think this might even be a digital only title oh 100 I, I i'm almost confident about that uh, i think um, it, i think this is going to be <coughs> a something just to kind of hold fans over for whatever you know, <laughs> exactly. for the next really big title, it's gonna. I again, I, I can't say exactly for sure what it will be, but I'm super interested, and I think we're gonna find out very very soon. I'd imagine so. If they already if have it's already on, on the store, store, I think they're yeah. preparing this beta. It's gonna be kind of a test for what the maybe the full game will be. Get people a taste of it, um, test some things, and so I think that that we're gonna be hearing about this very soon. I'd imagine so. So guys, keep your eyes on. If we hear anything, obviously it'll be on the page, yeah, uh, Facebook and Twitter page, um, and we'll talk about that next time. But 
Let's get on to our final rumors for the week, and that is the High Republic is supposedly getting a VR game, which is very interesting because here's the thing. People uh, doing the Vader Immortals uh, series for the VR, yeah. um, they are done with it now. So, right. um, you know, it kind of makes sense. What are they moving on to next? You know, so, uh, you know, off the bat for me, I thought, man, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they were very explicit in saying that Project Luminous is not going to be TV, not going to be movies, it's not going to be games. It's going to be comics and books, and that is it. So it would kind of go against their word, you know what I'm saying, if, if, if they're making a game, but not to say that they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm sure that they would. But, you know, we talked about this last episode when we had Higher Public being our main topic, but truly, in both of our opinions, I can speak for us both saying that Project Luminous is not going to be solely comics and books. This is a proving ground or a testing ground, and if people like it, then it's yeah. going to move on to something else. And I'd say... I don't, again, I don't think they're lying about, about saying, Hey, this is a, a, uh, what are the, what's the word they've been using? A publishing thing only. Publishing effort. Yeah. Publishing effort. It, I don't, I'm not saying that they're lying about that, but I do think that if there is a VR game in the work, it's probably very, very early. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the Vader Immortal series didn't, they just finished that not that long ago. Great series. If you guys have access to an Oculus, do it. And I've I've played them. I love them. They're fantastic. Um, so I think if this, if they're making this, it's very early on, and it's going to be a while before we can even see it. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, it could be a good while, and so maybe by the time this game, this VR game is ready, they're in phase two. In yeah. phase two, maybe they're going to open it up a little more and be yeah. like, "This now we're adding in a couple things. We're adding in a VR game. We're adding in a, I don't know, a, maybe they're going to start talking about a TV show. Or I don't think it'll actually come in phase two. I think it'll be longer than it'll that. It'll be, but, yeah, at least um, phase three. But we know we're talking about, we know this is coming in phases. Right. And so as these phases go on, I think things might open up a little more depending on the feedback, depending on how much people like it. So I could see this VR game still being in talks I don't know that there's much production being done on it yet. Oh, I'd imagine, um, yeah. And this could be a completely false rumor. But yeah. to me, this does make sense. This yeah. does make, this does appear to, because these games, like the Vader Immortal games, it's, it's kind of hard to even call them a game. They're more like a... Experience. They're more, yeah, they're an experience. <laughs> they're not really a game as yeah. much as like, you're almost experiencing a story. It's almost more like a movie or like a, a, a visual novel well, type deal. That, okay, so that's what I was going to allude to. So here's the thing for me. We are not getting movie and we're not getting film, right? Um, but yet we're going into this whole new area of the Star Wars universe that we've never explored before. So wouldn't it make sense that it's not inherently a game, but they're using the VR technology to introduce us visually mm -hmm. to this High Republic era? Yeah. Right? We got the books, and we got the comics, which comics will, to some extent, show us what the universe is like. Um, but, visually, should I say. But the thing is, is like the books and the comics are going to get us a good lore, and it's going to get us a story, but the VR title could be something just kind of basic, like, you know, using your lightsaber to like block... Bolts yeah, and but it's, I'm saying it's just gonna it's gonna show us visually what it looks like, what it feels like, right? And characters. and trust me, in VR, when you get to grab a lightsaber and like turn it on, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> it feels so good. Oh yeah. So anyway, I can imagine Death that being the case. And like I said, 
I would imagine we're not going to see this for a while, though. So if yeah, it so is we'll, the case, we'll, so. we'll we'll just have to see if this turns out to be anything or not. But yep. let's move on to our releases for the week. We got several here. Yeah, Andrew, take that away. So we have a good week of releases. We have um, Kylo Ren episode or episode issue four, which is the final issue. I'm really excited. I think that there's. Uh, a lot of potential for this last issue, and that is coming on the um, 11th. And then we have Darth Vader issue, I believe it's two, uh, will be mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday as well. Uh, of course, if you guys have listened to a couple episodes back where we talked about the first issue, you know there's some really big stuff we're waiting to learn and find out in this coming issue. Mm-hmm. And then we have a brand new series starting, and this is called Bounty Hunters. Now, this series will be Valance, which if you know who, uh, if you've kept up with like Legends, Valance was a character in Legends, and they've kind of brought him back. And along with him in this series will be Bosk and Boba Fett. So you got this trio of very well-known Bounty Hunters. Mm -hmm. So that'll be very interesting, and that series will start on Wednesday as well. And then on Friday, as usual, we will get a Clone Wars episode and this will be episode four of Clone Wars. Yeah. So with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and get into our main topic. Or no, I'm sorry. No, we're not. I, keep, we I, keep, I forgot like last time. We are going to go into our main topic. <laughs> we are going into our Q&A. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to get to our main topic because our main topic has some spoilery stuff. We're going to do... The main thing is the, the Clone Wars Episode 2 and Episode 3 review, but we also have some things very important we want to talk about about the lineage of Rey and the whole Palpatine yeah. thing. So we're going to get into that. We don't want to spoil anything, so we want to like have that separated. So those who want to hear it can. If those who want to come back later on can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we're going to do our Q&A first so, to avoid any of the Let spoilers. us do our Q&A first. So with that being said, we have two questions this week coming from our uh, two uh, good friends here, Noah Aguilar and Josh and Birkinshaw. So we thank you guys for um, answering these or asking these questions. And uh, guys, we want to encourage those of you who are listening to hop on our Facebook page and uh, interact with us. Man, we have, you know, we have a great community over there that's uh, slowly but surely growing. And like I said, every week we have polls and, and updates on the news and stuff. And, uh, we also, like I said, every Thursday uh, day, we have a Q&A forum post where you can ask questions, you can bring up topics, you can ask, you know, any kind of suggestion. And like I said, guys, you don't have to just ask a question. If you have a topic you want to bring up, just like, hey, just talk about this, right? Or if you have a suggestion of something that we can do, throw it in there. You know, it, that's it's completely open. So we do have two questions, though, this week. And like I said, the first one comes from Noah. And he asks, I've been playing Republic Commando and want to know who is your favorite clone trooper? So I have, like I said, I have two that I really like, and I, I swear, guys, I know more than than just like the basic characters. But my, I feel like my answers are always so generic when I answer these questions. If you picked my two, I'm gonna be so mad. I don't know. I think I definitely have one of them, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have the other one. I don't know okay. what your other one is. I, we haven't discussed this. Sometimes we discuss beforehand, but we trying not to do that. Yeah. But <laughs> but I know I'm pretty sure our first one is the same, which is Captain Rex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's Captain Rex. I mean, he is quintessential. I mean, like I said, it's a, it's to some people that might be a generic answer, but we don't get to see a whole lot of him in the movies. But when he comes into the Clone Wars, I mean, 
he is just such a great character and and as the seasons progress he just gets so fleshed out as a character you know um especially now as we're in season seven i mean we get to see this mental struggle of this this just pioneering strong loyal leaders such as rex he's now yeah. like questioning things you know it's he's, just, it's he's, just cool to see his progression that's what yeah I'm he, he he's basically one of the biggest characters of the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. We And, you know, it's like Dave Filoni just said. They, they asked Dave Filoni why he picked the arcs he did for the final season of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, he said the first arc, the Bad, the bad Batch arc, is uh, actually Rex's story, is what he said. Mm-hmm. He said the second one is Ahsoka's, and the third is them coming together. And so... I mean, you got it from Dave Filoni himself. He said this this series is about Rex and about Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like, well, I mean, it's kind of about Obi Wan and Anakin too, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I like <laughs> but, to think that it's also. I mean, we're kind of biased. But those are but those are also <laughs> but, the two characters like he created for the show. So I get exactly. I get his. He's um, gonna say that. Yeah, you know? I get that. But anyways, but yeah, Rex is such an important character and a very likable character, and so he's definitely one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. What's your second? Um. So, my second one is, I don't really, I'm not as passionate about him as this, uh, as Rex, but it's probably uh, Wolf. I love Commander Wolf. Um, okay, I actually didn't have this. Yeah, okay, I, I didn't think you'd have this as a second one, but Commander Wolf is cool. I mean, um, he serves under Plo Koon. Um, Plo Koon is one of my favorite Jedis. Uh, I, I, you know, Obi-Wan's definitely my, my number one, but he's just my number one character in general. But... Plo Koon, I just, I love the way he looks. I love the way he fights. And he's so, he's so, he, I don't know. I just feel like Plo Koon, like, it was the second best Jedi that, that really exemplified the Jedi traits of just being diplomatic, trying to be a peacekeeper. And I just love him as a character. But it's kind of reflected through Commander Wolf as well. But yet, he's, it's kind of compare and contrast kind of thing, right? Like, Plo Koon's just very diplomatic, but Wolf is like, oh, let me get in there, let me fight. And But he just always is so good. And then, like, you know, see him lose his eye. And, and, yeah. and then, but along with Gregor, it was him, Rex, and Gregor that right. that don't go through with Order 66. Yeah. And, and that, to me, that was one, I love that relationship. Like, Rex is the kind of calm-headed one, and Wolf is like, ah, oh, let me go get him. You know, the yeah. first time they see each other, like, he's wanting to, like, kill uh, Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, it's a Jedi, get him, you know. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, I just, I love the dichotomy between, um, Gre- uh, not Gregor, uh, Wolf and Rex. I love that 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 team up yeah. there. So. so mine is actually uh, Commander Cody. And, really? Yeah. And okay, so, cool. you know. I feel like Commander Cody has has not gotten as much attention in in newer things and in Clone Wars and stuff as he. I feel like he got more attention back like in Legends before Rex was created and that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um. And so even as even as like being a kid years ago, I was really into to Commander Cody. I thought he was cool because he was kind of that first clone that we got a name for and like yeah and like yeah. realized he was not just just a regular clone and i think that's kind of part of the reason and, why i like rex as well but yeah absolutely. right but we didn't get that with rex till clone wars well right we're like yeah. in the in the movie in episode three you know obi-wan's calling him cody and stuff yeah. and so you got that that relationship and obi-wan had that relationship with the clone and that's kind yeah. of the first time we really understood that and saw that and um and so he was he was more important in some of the like uh, like comics and stuff back in Legends, and so I was really into him. But then to see 
um, him turn on Obi Wan was such a heartbreaking moment. That's exactly what I was saying. To see that, to see his, you know, someone he had gotten so close to in war and everything, and then for him to turn on him, it was just heartbreaking. And so yeah. I just really, I really like the story of that character. And even today, I'm still like, man, I wish Commander Cody would have. And I, you know, I want the story of Commander Cody after that. Yeah, I would like, love how to see. How did he deal with? I would love to see he killed his best friend or something. Yeah, you know? I would love to see where that character goes after. Yeah. And the, maybe we'll get that one day. And, and the fact that we haven't yet is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, but it but is. you know, and I, I, I'm, I was kind of saying we. Or wait, or did you. he did he die? I say that, and then I'm like thinking back, like, did he get killed during that? Um, that's a good I don't, question. I don't think Obi Wan killed him. I think Obi Wan ran off on the. I don't know what that, know. the big thing is that he rides um, on. What is that called? Flying lizard thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should, we should probably know that, but. <laughs> I can't uh, do the woods thing, but <laughs> oh no, no, we don't. We do I shouldn't even try. But anyways, um, I, I just looked it up. I don't know if this is canon or not. I mean, I'm assuming it is, but we'll see. It says Commander Cody survived through the end of the Clone Wars, well into the Imperial okay. period. Period. Yeah. So he. So he's. We don't have an ending for him. So. Yeah. Anyway, cool it'd be cool to see that. But we should probably get on to the next yeah. question because we are going well into our time about halfway through here and we still have our main topics <laughs> when you go all right so our second question my wife's uh, gonna be mad at me oh gosh <laughs> it's too long it's more than an hour <laughs> anyway she's now she's gonna get on to me for saying uh -oh, uh -oh. that i'm in so much and it's, it's 36 minutes in she ain't gonna listen to it so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding she so, turned it off sorry, a long sorry. time ago <laughs> <laughs> oh the first 10 minutes was really good <laughs> Guys, sounds so professional. Yeah. All right, <laughs> our second question comes from Josh and Birkinshaw, and he asks, um, kind of a dual question here. What would or would you like to see Darth Bane TV show and/or film, and who would be the ideal person to play him? Also, would you like to see Kyle Katarn become canonized through film and TV once more, and who would play him? So, I have pretty strong feelings about that well let's first step back and say i think i can speak for me and andrew both and probably for most star wars fans yes we want a darth bane tv show or film absolutely i, I want it give it to i want me. it i want it give me give me i want more darth bane i want <laughs> yes. it in, in novels comics anything movies yeah. tv shows give me all of it i want and, i want more of that story and i think i think like i said i think we can probably speak for him and i both that we want to see kyle katarn i think it'd be awesome to see kyle katarn loved Kyle, Kyle Katarn back playing Jedi Outcast. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, Dark Forces, all that stuff. He was such a great character back then. One of the coolest Star Wars characters, in my opinion, back in Legends days. And yeah. he was such a... He was kind of like a Han Solo type, he but, was. but he was a, but then More turned into a, you know? <laughs> but then turned into a Jedi. Well, and he, so... he was a, he was a, a stormtrooper first, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. He was like a stormtrooper and then turned, and, you know, and so like, but he would, but then he like he w had a lightsaber and stuff, but he never was truly like a, a Luke Skywalker type. But yeah. he was kind of he always yeah. had this like a little bit of an edge to it, him. It's and, like it's like smuggler turned good, yeah. Kind of thing. And so <laughs> he was a great character. Yeah, I grew up loving Kyle Katarn, and I would love to see him back in canon. And I think it's only yeah. a matter of time. Well, I think a, a character like Kyle Katarn, I think they can't keep away for too long. I Sooner have or later. On that. But the problem is the only problem is where where. Um, Kanan has went in the years that Kyle Katarn would have been around. It yeah. make, no longer makes sense for him to be around. So yeah. either they've got to save Kyle Katarn for some time in the future past Rise of Skywalker, yeah. or they have to like introduce him back into like prequel era, which would be kind of weird. 
So here, here's my opinion on this. So first of all, Darth Bane, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. We want it. We have to have it. Uh, we will riot if we don't get it. <laughs> yes. But um, uh, but the thing is with 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 Bane is like he was the most level. I, I mean, most level-headed Sith. I mean. Saying that is kind of a weird thing to say, right? Because Sith are, are not level-headed. But he was the one that could see all the squabbling with all the Sith. You know, he's the one that could, you know, the, the the Sith Empire will never truly survive if there's more than basically a master and apprentice. He instituted the rule of two, you know? Yeah. And it's it's a little up in the air on how all that goes about now. With, but, with the canon. But, yeah, yeah, with but, canon. Uh, but we, we used to have a fleshed out story for it and sure. it was fantastic. I wish they would have just kept it. Right. Or whatever. Well, but the thing is we do know, and so here's the thing. Um, I think it is, and I'll get to this in a second, but I think it's much, much, much more likely that we get something Darth Bane versus Kyle Katarn. Now. Agreed. It, I agree. But here's the thing. First of all, well, because Darth, first of all, Darth Bane's canon. That's, that's, that's Sorry, I didn't realize that. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, no, um, Kyle, uh, Darth Bane is already canon. He was never not canon. Right. Um, and he's even made one appearance. Right, through through uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Season 5, I think it was. Or, no, no, no. Six. No, it, it was, was six. six. It, it was, was in Yoda's thing, his, right? Yeah, it was his force, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we are going to see that. Also, if we got a Darth Bane TV show slash film, whatever, it, we would see get to see epic Sith versus Jedi battles. Um, oh, it'd be fantastic. So the story they could tell there. The, I mean, it, I mean, yeah. people would eat it up. I don't know why it's taking them so long to do it. Yeah, just literally just make a TV show about the very first novel. Yeah, that came out Darth Bane by uh, yeah. Drew. Uh, Drew, Cap- I'm not gonna be able to say his last name, Capricion or something like yeah, that. I, I, I always get it wrong, about. but fantastic novel, um, and it tells such a great story and just kind of take that. And then of course, you know, make your changes to it that you need and blah, blah, blah. But it's such a great story to build off of. I don't know why in the world they're not doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and bring Drew well, back in to, here, to help with the story too. I'm yeah. telling you, he should be involved the in creative, these Star Wars stories. Creative. He was involved with Knights of the Old Republic. Why in the world they don't have this guy doing stuff. I don't know. Well, I have an opinion on that and that's okay, what I'm going to get sure. to. So, okay. um, Going to the Kyle Katarn part, would I like to see it? Of course. I mean, Jedi Outcast was an amazing game. I love the new story. But here's the thing. Disney wants to create their own stories. They do not like using other people's stories, obviously. True. Obviously, yeah. And we've we, seen that Well, and, and Kathleen Kennedy says they don't have any sources to... <laughs> That blows me away every time. Oh, that she, when she me said so mad, they don't, dude. she doesn't have any material to build off of. What or anything. are you talking like, what? about? There's I mean, a whole expanded like universe, twenty to... novels, like comics. I mean, twenty novels. There's a lot more than that. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm throwing that number out there. But I'm just saying, like a bunch of novels, comic. I mean, I, I don't. We don't need to get into that right now. But yes, that was so dumb. And but anyway, that's my point. Disney loves to make their own content. They don't like to to use other people's. Why I don't know, but that's just the way they are. So Darth, you're saying okay. Well, then how would they make a Darth Bane series? It's not their content. Well, it's already been canonized though, right? It's never been not not canon. So it's more likely they'd use something that's already established. And and so they used like Palpatine, for instance, when he came back into Rise of Skywalker, and. Um, we were like, well, they were using stuff there. Well, he's already canon, right? He's already part of the story. So they just expanded on what had already been established. But Kyle Katarn is not canon whatsoever. There's nothing that ties him in. They would have to bring him back in and reinstitute him. And they're they're not going to do that. And with, yeah, and again, as with in the way the story has gone now, it would be so hard to bring him back where he originally was in the time period and yeah. stuff. It, 
because Luke Skywalker doesn't have a, a big fleshed out Jedi temple with tons and tons no. of students. Because like what we saw in what it was basically like just a bunch of kids. Like just he has a, couple, he has a handful of kids. That's really and that's all it, all it looked yeah. like it appeared to be. So. Which is disappointing because the Jedi Academy series, like game, so great. And the the huge Jedi temple that Anakin had with all of these students and stuff and to see all their stories and stuff. It was so fantastic. I wish they could have kept that, but they didn't. So, yeah. So, well, and so let's let's finish this question up. Basically, um, he asked, you know, who would you get to play both of these characters? So and I think we're on the same page. I think we're on the same page. Um, Basically, nobody. Yeah. Um, And when I say that, I don't like to pick known people to play star wars characters now why do i say that because except for like some very minute um except for some very minute exceptions there's not been one famous person that plays a integral part of star wars almost every massive well-known well-established character in star wars has been played by an unknown actor now we was kind of discussing this. There is a little bit of play there with Samuel Jackson, but we only saw him a little bit in the prequels, right? And and he wasn't a huge part of those movies. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. And really, um, Mace Windu was kind of tailored for Samuel L. Jackson himself, right? Yeah, right. When they made Samuel L. Jackson, or excuse me, Mace Windu, it was it was Samuel Jackson, yeah. and that's kind of my point, right? And that's where I'm getting to my core of my point here is that when I see. Samuel L. Jackson, I don't think of Mace Windu. Now, I personally kind of do because I grew up watching the prequels and stuff. And I, but, but those of you who have watched Pulp Fiction back in the, what was it, 80s or 90s or whatever when it came out, you all you see is the dude from Pulp Fiction blowing someone's head off. You know, you don't see, <laughs> you don't see Mace Windu, right? And that's my point. You can't take, okay, Darth well, We had Dane. like Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan and that was another like, pretty popular yeah. character already. but but for the most part yeah it's always like for example when they brought in ray like who who is that person well we she, never really heard of her the actress daisy ridley had i don't think she had been like in any big movies or anything she, she had a, done a small movie or she TV had done show. like a small movie or like a i know she had done like like a college like <laughs> movie thing where they had right. gotten together yeah. and made a little short film things like that but she hadn't done anything well and, I mean, for instance, and like, Adam Driver even hadn't really gone into anything too big yet. Luke and Leia, I mean, I mean, they're the some of the best characters in Star Wars, but they're no name people that had no no acting experience before that. I mean, they might have experience, but they weren't like in big movies and weren't famous. You yeah. know, um, you know, for instance, like Anakin and and Obi Wan. I think you and you and McGregor wasn't some stuff for, it, but it wasn't like he wasn't famous, right? That's my whole point. Is yeah. that the reason I say this is because, and this is a bit of a cop out answer, so I'm sorry if you're wanting like here, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson as as Darth Vader. <laughs> well, a lot of people do want that, but but that's my point is that when no. you get famous people to play new characters, all you you it's subconscious. All you can see is who they've played in the past or the trope they've played in the past, right? Like for instance, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. He's the fat, funny guy in every movie. But say we got him to play Darth Bane and we locked him in a dank cellar and didn't feed him for like three months. And we beat him and all he did was work out and he shaved his head and he's like this big, huge monster that has no feelings anymore. But all, you know, all you can think of when you hear, see Seth Rogen is still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, that's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, um, uh, 
But you see what I'm saying? Like, you can change him physically, you can change his looks and his attitude, but he's still Seth Rogen. He's still the funny fat guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I think it, I think they need to be no-names, people that we have not seen before. Yeah. Um, for both characters, if they ever if they ever do appear. Um, yeah. You know, and I know Hollywood's all about getting the big names to get crowds out, and unfortunately, you know, if, if The Rock played... <laughs> played Darth Bane there probably will be a bigger number of people that goes and sees it but I don't not because I, of Star Wars because it's The Rock because it's you know The Rock but I do believe that it would not be a good thing I think we need to see a a new face I agree as, as Bane so let's move on to our main topic so guys um, so we we got a little bit of time left um, and that as we come to our main topic we as we discussed last episode we will be discussing uh, our review or our thoughts on Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 2, and Episode 3. Because last week we had such important news, yeah. we, we didn't have time to and really we're talk just about gonna, it. And we're going to just go over those really quickly because yeah. we do have something that I think is going to take quite a bit longer. We're going to talk yeah. about uh, and the Rise of Skywalker Expanded Edition, which is not out yet. But um, there was a convention in Chicago yeah. that they went ahead and released... <laughs> <laughs> um, some I don't know why they did it, but they released uh, the novel early, yeah. and some of the stuff's gotten out, and it's everywhere. So we're gonna go ahead and talk about it, even though I hate the fact that we're having to talk about this before the novel's even released. Yeah, but we are gonna discuss it. So that's why we wanted to, we was gonna do it in news, but we wanted to group this all together because it is spoiler territory. Yeah. So right now, those of you who do not want spoilers <laughs> in Clone Wars season seven, episode two and three, and in the Rise of Skywalker expanded edition novel, and um star wars oh right issue yeah, yeah. uh the last issue of star Three, wars four? i'm not sure what because i have something Three, i need four? to talk about with that too so we're gonna so, throw that in there as well this is our main topic it's just a spoiler main topic today it's just like we're talking about some spoiler content in so, a lot of different areas if you really don't plan on reading the comics if you really don't you know if you if you were going to watch the 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 episodes and you just want to review and but you're going to watch it later uh you know by all means listen you know um so yeah, let's just dive into it. Yeah, um, so spoilers once more before we get in. Um, so you're warned, um, but if, you know we hope you stay. Or if you if you are leaving, hope you come back. <laughs> yeah. And let's do it again. So, Clone Wars season seven, episode two and episode three. Um, there is a lot that happened and not a ton at the same time. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not super super in into it yeah uh as we already know this this uh arc was ba- basically already done yeah as far as like the story itself goes they well, have made some changes and yeah. I, i'll mention one of those in episode two we get well first of all we get obi-wan kenobi so oh yes. yeah <laughs> one small little appear, uh, uh appearance by obi-wan kenobi and it's my favorite part of the entire uh, season seven so far he goes and Anakin, you know, is, is talking to Padme and he's got Rex keeping watch for him. Oh and yeah. Yeah. They have that whole little <laughs> back and forth and they won't tell Obi-Wan what's going on, even though Obi-Wan knows. And yeah, the best thing ever as he's walking there, as Anakin's walking away, Obi-Wan's like, well, you could at least tell Padme hi for me yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so well, good. And, and, and there's two things I want to say about that, that I, I've kind of thought about. And first thing is, People who are surprised that Obi-Wan knew, well, I don't even know what to say to you because, <laughs> because here's the thing. People are like, oh, what? How does he know? How does he not know? 
right? First of all, they're like best friends, father and son figure, you know, brothers, I don't know, whatever, they've heard all these different references, but they're so close to one another. Um, And how would he not know about this? Secondarily, in the force, you can feel those kinds of things. How would he not know if he's that close to him? Yeah, and it's... And we've always known Obi Wan knows, but this is the, like the very first direct. Like, yeah, like Obi Wan's just saying, like, yeah. "Hey, I know all about this. Why are you, why yeah. are you still hiding it from me?" Well, and and the best part is, is that he actually, if you watch, if you because I, I so we watched the episode twice, but if you actually go rewatch it, he wasn't going to mention anything. Um, in fact, he's yeah. just going to talk. I don't think he was. You're right. Until yeah, because he he's like he's like Anakin. You know, we need to talk mm-hmm. to you about this. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whatever. Oh, well, let me talk to you about. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. He kept dismissing him. Yeah, and he kept dismissing. And him. then all of a sudden, you can like look at Obi Wan's face and kind of like it's a scowl's face. Like, fine. He's like, yeah, he's like fine. Like, yeah, fine. I'll call you, you out. Yeah, you want you want to play games? All right. Hey, did you, at least did you yeah. tell Batman I said hi? It's Such really a great. phenomenal <laughs> scene. And what's interesting, that scene is the added addition. In yeah. episode two, because yeah. in their original, um, in the original making of that, they had a scene where um, Padme, the Bad Batch, had on their ship has an artwork of Padme like, as like a pinup girl, and she's got like her like she's showing like her whole leg and stuff, and like sitting there all risque like. Yeah. And Anakin walks up on it, and he's all like, flustered, yeah, and bothered. like kind of bothered that they have it on there, and and that. And that kind of showed in that, that Rex knew, because Rex kind of like has a little back and forth with Anakin there. And that was showing that Rex knew about their relationship. Well, and but so, we get that though. Because but we still get that. We still get that. We still yeah. get that. But we have also added this layered part with Obi-Wan. And I think it was a great new yeah, I'm glad they thing they it. added. Yeah. I, I'm glad they changed it. I thought it was good. So, um, and then like I said, as we know, we go on and we're on the uh, the home world of the Techno Union. And... Uh, you know, I'm, we're not going to, one thing we did in the first episode, we're not going to do anymore is explain the episode. We're not going to explain the story, you guys. I mean, I if you we, care enough, you've probably already watched it and you just want to hear our thoughts. Yeah. And so, so um, let's just move on. Let's just keep going. Um, it is interesting that we got to see Watt Tambor again. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not a lot of him in the movies or the show. So it is interesting to see him again. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, so, I mean, let's just cut to the chase here. On episode two, we get to see, um, we get to see the fact that Echo is still Echo alive. Echo is still alive. Echo is still alive. Um, and that he, he's being He's like, pretty messed up. Yeah. But he's alive. So he's plugged up to a machine, essentially, where they're analyzing his brain waves and they're basically like reading his mind and they're able to find all the, the, the clones. They're basically tra- using tactics. it, yeah, like as for <laughs> strategies and stuff. So one thing I got to point out, which I thought was kind of funny. And, and here's one thing that I will say about this the new Clone Wars season. It looks beautiful, but they're not really. The, the decisions they make on some things are just kind of weird um, in terms of the animation or, or, or uh, you know, basically I'll show you. So they're basically just utilizing essentially this barely hanging on to life clone to read his brain, right? But when he comes out of the tank thing that he's being held in, he has mechanical legs. Why did they give him mechanical legs? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all he's supposed to do for the rest of his duration of his life is to be in this tank and they're just reading his brain waves. Like why didn't they just, you know, make it to where he didn't die in terms of the cuts and, and blow up parts of his body. Why did they give him legs? Yeah. For, I, just, for story purposes. Story purposes. <laughs> it's very random, but anyway, it's not important, yeah, but I thought right. it was pretty funny. But so that was interesting. So then we, uh, we open up to season, or season two. Good grief. Episode um, three. Episode three. And they unplug him and everything. And I, yeah. I wondered when they started to unplug him if it was, if he was gonna, 
if it, he was going to die. I but, thought I completely thought that, which was would happen. have been pretty dark. But no, yeah. he he's still alive and seems to be doing <laughs> fairly fine. But we're going to get to this. But I think it was kind of the backup plan for the Techno Union and Wat Tambor. It kind of makes me wonder because at the end, and I I mean I don't have a whole lot more to say about the episode unless you do. Frankly, I can. I, I I didn't I don't remember the, all the content. I mean, it, it so. basically it's just a lot of combat. It's a lot. It's, it's basically an episode about them escaping, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but there's not a whole lot of like stuff to really get into about no, it. You're right. Um, it really isn't. It's it was entertaining. Um, it's funny watching. Uh, record like grab everybody all the time <laughs> and like throwing scared. them. He's just like hype, yeah. but yeah, he's like throwing people. He's around. just like, like he's just grabbing everybody and throwing them, and they're all like, "Not again!" <laughs> and, then, and the Rex is like, "Please yeah. stop, please." Um, you know that was really and, good. And so, so let's just get let's yeah. just go to the and end. So at the end there, he everyone's walking up into the ship, and you get this like look back at at Echo, and he has this look on his face. Well, so let's remember what what Rex said, and he's like. He's like, basically, they're finally in the ship. They're finally mm-hmm. escaping the home world of the Techno Union. Finally escape. And Rex looks at Echo, and he's like, hey, back, it's back to old times, mate. And, 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 you know, gets back on the ship. And then, so, Echo is like, yeah, yeah, back to old times. Yeah. And then, so, what's very interesting is the music gets mm-hmm. very ominous. Like, very, very ominous. ominous. There, so, yeah. you think, okay, well, is he, like, he's like a villain he's been brainwashed but if you look at his face though he's not like malicious he's very sorrowful yeah like very sad so it's very crossed wires there mixed signals like i don't really know is is he definitely mixed signals is he bad or is or is he thinking like he's or is he sad that things will never be back to the way they were and it's like alluding maybe alluding to order 66 or something i don't know know i'm saying i don't know i'm not sure where it's gonna go um I, I've never watched the original the original arc. No, I didn't either. Um, yeah. Back when they had it out for people to watch in its original form. Um I I've been reading about the changes as the new episodes come out and that's how I know the changes, but I, I so I don't know the outcome of this story. So I am very yeah. interested to see what happens in this because this next episode will be the last one in the Final arc. So we will episode, yeah. now I've heard a lot of people saying, Do you think that um, Echo Base and Empire Strikes Back was a callback to Echo. Oh, that's kind of cool, point. wouldn't it? I didn't think about be that. Be kind of cool if that was, but maybe he has to make some big final sacrifice or something. Who knows? You know, what I'm saying. Well, see, part of me is like, he's there's no way he lives past this <laughs> next episode. No, like he's got. No. I feel like he's totally gonna die. It's just a matter of how does he die. And I, I, I'm of the opinion that not only will Echo die, I believe that either a majority or a good number of the, the bad, bad batch, batch will die too. Oh my goodness, Wrecker almost dies so many times, and, and <laughs> I know. Like, it's like they keep like, hinting at. They're like, like okay, like, he's dying. He's okay, die. guys, is get ready. Die? You know, and he keeps like barely escaping, and so yeah. it, I wouldn't be surprised if Wrecker. I would say Wrecker for sure. I would say. I think uh, uh, hot, hot shot or whatever. What, what's the sniper's name? Um, I don't quick remember. Quick shot. The sniper. We'll just call him the sniper. But he's like very, like, oh, he doesn't care about anybody. But I couldn't imagine him like sacrificing himself at the very end for somebody redeeming. Yeah. And Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, I guess technically the whole Bad Batch could end up having to sacrifice themselves Because we don't really team to... hear him about him anywhere else. So it would make sense that they all sacrifice because they're like maybe the, they maybe they have to like sacrifice themselves to let everybody else get away that's kind of just kind of stay back you know something like that and I'm, I'm thinking like maybe like one by one something something dramatic or it could happens. be a one by one scenario and like it could be like end. a mass effect two. everyone team drops off one by one oh that's yeah don't anyways me. <laughs> so <laughs> my heart <laughs> my heart my soul anyway so then we 
you know, I can imagine that at the very end. Um, I'm sorry, guys, for not knowing all their names. I I can't remember, but the uh, ranger or whatever. I don't know the main the main one, the leader. Yeah. At the very, I can imagine. I can only leader. remember Wrecker. <laughs> I don't I know. know why. Well, he's the most like you know. Yeah. And they, I think they say his name more than all the other ones too. Yeah. So, but I can imagine like the leader like being like the very last one, and he has to, you know, I can see that. And he's like, oh, my team's already dead. Right, right. You know. Oh yeah, totally. So. Yeah. It'd be kind of dark, but I could, and, and, and let's finish this conversation up by saying this. I could imagine that being a little darker because season five, six, or season six, especially um, when Netflix took it over, was very dark, um, which was a good thing. I thought, you know, I thought it was great. Uh, now that Disney has it, it may not be as dark, but I could see them doing some darker things with it. Secondarily, in conclusion, I think that after episode four, although I like the show, I think it's going to get exponentially better, in my opinion, because. They are being withholden to the pre-written story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they're being withholden to the Bad Batch arc that was already created many, many years ago. But once that's over, now we have the Siege of Mandalore, hopefully Order 66. We, you know, we're going to have a lot of things where they can do what they want to do. I think it's going to be good. So I think that's where we're really going to get like some some callbacks to... A lot of stuff they've created in canon since the Clone Wars, things yeah. like that. I think there. I just think there's a lot of things they could hint at. Show. Yeah. I'm really excited. So we have a lot of talk. We could say a lot about that, but let's move on. That's kind of our thoughts on episode two and three, and we'll talk about episode four next week. But um, let's go on. So now let's talk about kind of the main thing you everyone's probably wondering about, and that is the reveal. Again, spoilers, but we're already in that. But the reveal of. Palpatine and now, how he and this came is, back. Yeah, and this is spoilers for the movie and the novelization of Rise of Skywalker, which yeah. is not out yet. Yeah. But Del Rey decided to go ahead and hand this out at a convention early. So it's on them. <laughs> yeah, this is their I, fault. <laughs> I hate that this is all out there already. I hate it because I wanted to read this book and be see it for myself. You know, but. Um, but, you know, it's out there. It's big news, so we're going to talk about it. And as titans of the Star Wars industry, you know, we have to be the forefront cutting <laughs> the edge. Titans, that's right. <laughs> and we, so, yeah. So. so Palpatine, we find out in this novel. Let's just throw it out. Just throw it out. That, just rip the band-aid off. That Palpatine is a clone. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is a clone. Wow. His, yeah. Basically, the, the Sith, um, Sith Eternal, they've they have started working on trying to bring back Palpatine. His spirit went to like, he had a place for his spirit to go, I guess. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it says that during, uh, the, uh, the, uh, return of the Jedi, right. That he during sent his Jedi, spirit he sent off to his a faraway off. place to prepare. That's right. What right. Yeah. So, and so they're working on, on giving him a, a body. And so they create a clone that, and I guess it can't, but it can't hold his body for long. So it's getting, it's like corrupting and mm -hmm. like decaying. And so that's why he has the appearance that he has. Yeah. I was completely under the auspice that the reason he was so decrepit is that he fell down a shaft and blew up. And it was that, his so it was like, dead decaying body yeah, I mean, that, 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 sense, that had just been reanimated but... with. I'm not, I'm not huge on this. I'll be honest. I, <laughs> I, man, I don't know. I, I really liked Palpatine being coming back. Yeah. But I liked I liked the idea of it being his dead decaying body that they have brought back just enough mm -hmm. for him to be able 
to do what he needed to do. Well, and but he was, yeah. but he wasn't perfectly normal. But he has brought back just enough because now, if Palpatine was a clone, that means was he like? Did he start out? Did he start off as a baby? And grow up and go be so was he like how long did this last? That's a good point. How long was yeah. he a strong, you know, like normal person before he started decaying? Yeah. And why did he wait till he was decaying? And see, there's a lot of just weird stuff about it. And uh, and yeah. it makes me wonder, yeah. I so you know, there's a lot of talk about Matt, Matt Smith being in this and that Matt Smith was gonna be a young palpatine. Yeah. Uh, so, and I could totally still see that being kind of where this stems from is that an, a younger Palpatine clone was going to look like Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, I just, man, I just think if, if it had been Palpatine's original body, I just think it would have been better I because agree. this opens up a whole nother. Yeah. Where did they, okay. So, so many questions. We, people are like, I mean, we're running low on time because I could talk about this a lot, but at the end of the day, the Kaminoans perfected cloning technology, but they did start from an embryonic cell, right? They started off as like a little baby that grew up into a full-grown adult. Right, right. So they didn't just press a button and all of a sudden this fully-grown clone trooper comes out, you know? So I don't know. That's a great question. What makes me think is that maybe the Sith Eternal like mixed cloning technology with like some of the dark side alchemy type thing and like made this weird amalgamation. And that's why he was corrupted. Cause I've also heard stories or uh, rumors. Well, that I think you're exactly right. I think it was a mix of cloning and their Sith alchemy or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Dark arts. Yeah. I think that it was a mix of that. They clearly, they couldn't do it just cloning alone because if it was just cloning alone, I don't think they had the force. I think that was the missing aspect. Well, and the reason I say that yeah. going to the next big reveal in the novel is that Ray's father, which was Palpatine's son, quote unquote, is not his son. It's a clone. <laughs> Palpatine, Ray's father was a before they or well, actually, I'm not even sure if it was before they made a they made a clone and it was a clone that was uh, a little different in appearance, it says, yeah. and that did not end up having force powers. Well, here's and, the thing. But then, but then Palpatine, but it says Palpatine decided. So it's like yeah. Palpatine was already back. But Palpatine decided that, hey, this can go off and, and continue my bloodline. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. That makes me think then that it does start from a baby because we look the dad in episode nine he's not a he's not a he's not palpatine right and uh so which he wasn't going to look like palpatine though he had a different they say he was but he's young my, my point is that he was, he was young, young yeah. so makes me think true. That they did start true. as that's a baby very true. so also though not and that's the thing a lot of the rumors i've heard is that why he looks so decrepit is that the body you cannot clone the force and that so when you when you try to clone a force sensitive person it like corrupts that body because it, it can't it's not natural force life in it you know what i'm saying and so I think that so then and then now you're saying like the, the you know Palpatine decided it could have been that again they, he was on he sent his spirit away to Exegol, right because mm -hmm. it was a strong force sensitive planet yeah. of the Sith. and maybe maybe he had a way of communicating with them well that's what I'm saying like before, a shrine or yeah, something yeah before he know? had a body and maybe yeah. that's that's what I'm thinking that probably is the case because I can't imagine that the the sun was created and then. But he had already had a body, unless they were just yeah. trying to continue to make extra bodies for him to go to. Because right. who's to say that's not the first one that 
Yeah, and there's a, and there's a lot of questions. There's so this, many questions. But you guys can pick this up for free. Yeah. One of you lucky fans can pick this up for <laughs> yeah. free. Whenever uh, we get 500 yeah. likes, we will be doing a contest. That's a great. That's that a good. Was good. That's good. But so you guys can figure this out yourself the, for free. It, it's it's crazy, man. I don't. Yeah. I mean, this is the way they've went. This is canon. This is what. So you know, I'm not gonna, canon. I'm not gonna sit here and complain about it necessarily mm. i do think I, <laughs> I do think it's it's quite interesting they've decided to do this i it's think there's 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 so many questions crazy i mean there's I, so I don't many know how they're going to answer it all and i think and i think the other thing with this it, it, to me this tells me that snoke was probably also a botched clone mm-hmm. yeah i would say snoke was also a botched clone um that they're like well well i will say this we're all surprised about the cloning, but he was cloning Snoke. So, I mean, they were obviously working with those. Because if you look behind it, we don't see Snoke in other, like, back-to-tank things. They're all, like, empty. But there's several back-to-tank-like things that, that could have very much held clones. Yeah, it, I mean... The very first well, scene, and and the the guy, Dominic, whatever, Mono, Dominic Monahal, I, I can't say his last I name. I, but he was from Lost. That's how I remember him. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He he was he says it it could be be cloning or or something else. Yeah. So he, I mean, it was thrown in there that that could be one of the reasons. That's true. And I, you know, I know that that's in a in part of it. They were like, we're gonna do cloning because that ties in the prequels. Yeah. Not really. Not really. I mean, especially it, not the way been they different. did it. It'd, yeah, not the way they did it. It'd been different if they'd been like, oh, well, he, they brought in the Camino's yeah, technology they, what, and, what'd be interesting. and really tied in the prequels. Because well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. At some point in the Empire, right, they made the decision. Oh, okay, man. This is about to blow my mind. We're late in the wrong time, but I got to say this. Okay. Um, so at some point, we know that the emperor made an executive decision that there's going to be no more clones, right? We're just going to stormtroopers now. And there is a non-canon story as to why that is. And, you know, we there's no point in even talking about it because it's not canon. But with that being said, what would be interesting is the part of the reason why the empire was able to rise is because they created the clones. And I guarantee you Palpatine did not want that to happen. And he probably destroyed all the Kaminoans. I, I mean, we don't hear about that. This is just totally speculation. But I almost, I could almost guarantee you that 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 there's like an executive order from Palpatine that that all the stormtroopers in the Empire went and killed all the Kaminoans because they could not do it again and try to rise up against them. But what'd be interesting is that there are these like these leftover Kaminoans that they kept for the Empire and they like brought them in for this cloning. I don't know. That's, that's completely crazy. But, but yeah. Well, and and in the novel Kylo Ren, it says he recognizes. For studying from studying the Clone Wars, some of the tubes and things that they had there that yeah. was apparently Camino technology. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> crazy man. It's a lot of questions. But I guess for me, even more so, the fact all the cloning stuff aside, what bothers me about this is that they didn't take the time to explain it in the movie. Yeah, like, if they had, why? if they you know had made this clear in the movie, it'd be different. I I would accept it more. But for me, the problem is they're like, hey. We don't think that moviegoers are going to want all this extra stuff. It's going to be too much. I'm tired of that. I'm going to be honest. I'm tired of of these high executives thinking that people are are, too stupid to understand. Or that everyone wants to just go and see, just uh, shoot shoot them up. Flashy. Flashy. Yeah. Listen. We want more than that. We want explanations well, for these stories, things. Dude. We, I mean, give us five extra minutes in the movie 
and explain some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not going to hurt the movie. You <laughs> think about the think about five or ten minutes what could have been explained. If yeah. Just a five or ten minute add on to this movie. What like why can't you do that? It could have been. Why in the world could you not do that? And and I think that would have made the difference in this. I agree. But we we, we, we could, can talk we about this all the time. But, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in one more thing. Okay. Um, and this is talking about the issue. The last Star Wars issue. Um, I, I want to make mention of this real quick. For any of you that have read this, I just want your thoughts on it, and maybe you guys can comment uh, once we post about this. Once we post this on Facebook and stuff, maybe maybe post your thoughts on this. Um, uh, in the comments. So if you guys have read it, we know that they go back to cloud city. And so they go and they, um, they all have like different things they're doing, but Leia goes and she goes back to where Han, uh, was, um, frozen carbonite. And she goes down in the thing and she's like trying to look at how, I guess she's like studying on how to decarbonate someone. Yeah. <laughs> and, so these stormtroopers come in. Well, anyways, she gets frozen in carbonite. Really? Okay. And, and just the, I, I unfortunately I did not read this last week, so I'm actually hearing the rest. Of she it, gets so. frozen in carbonite. So it's like this is this is I call this oversaturation. Okay, and this is this is where we're getting oversaturated in in Star Wars because. There, that was unnecessary. Because <laughs> now, now we have to say, in between the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Han and Leia were frozen in carbon. Yeah, I mean, why? What does that add to it doesn't, the story? It doesn't add to the story at all. And that just hurt me. It hurt me deep to my <laughs> core when I read that, when I saw that. I was like, no, why? I, think, I mean, why would you do that? I think I just, it does detract a little bit from her character as like, oh, she's just so bumbling that she just gets frozen. Like, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just a weird... I just don't understand why she has to do it too. Why did it... What did it, What does it add to the story? And maybe they'll surprise me and maybe they'll make it... Make there be a good reason for it, but I just don't get it. I don't see that. I know I'm being I, I'm being negative today on this episode, but oh, no, he's got bronchitis, man. Leave maybe him alone. it's the bronchitis. Maybe it's the meds. I don't know, but <laughs> but like I, I'm curious what you guys think. So please leave a comment once we post this episode up. Leave a comment and tell me what you guys think about that. Um, if you guys are cool with it, if you're excited about um, the outcome of that, or if you guys think you know maybe it's a little a little much. And that's, yeah. you know, and it goes along with some of the other things we've gotten in comics. Like, you know, there's that episode where, like, they all have a lightsaber. Have you have you read that one? Mm-hmm. Where, like, Han and Luke and Leia and Chewbacca, <laughs> they all got lightsabers. And you're like, eh. wait a second. It's what? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like, why? you know, eh, I don't know that I need that. Yeah. Stuff like that. But, and so, you know, and there's just so many issues of comics that, you know, there's just so much story they put in there. And, oh, yeah. But I just, I think something like that is just a little over the top. But I, I'm really curious what you guys think. And I just wanted to mention that. So let us know in the comments. But um, do you have anything else you want to add, Braxton? Honestly, um, I'm actually going to read it today because I did not get a chance to read it last week. Um, and But just from what you're saying, it does, yeah. it just throws me for a loop as to why they do that. And yeah. it's, it's like, as, like you said, I think you kind of mentioned it, but like, it's like they're just trying to find something to put in there. It's like they're like, I, we, we don't really well, know what to say. And what's so. interesting is we have so many other great plot points that they're leading towards in 
that series right now. Yeah. And like with the person who grabbed Luke's lightsaber yeah, and, exactly. and the the, exactly. uh, the High Republic stuff. And so it's like, what was the purpose in this? Yeah. I mean, you could have went so many different directions, but you had to like add this like random thing that's really non-consequential. So. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's, you know how Han got in Carbonite? Let's add, let's like make Leia go through the same thing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now that's great storytelling. <laughs> and now that's, but, that's pod raising. Anyways, with that being said. We want to thank you guys for joining us today. Please go check out our Facebook and Twitter. Give us a like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. And also be looking out for our Rise of Skywalker novelization giveaway. That should oh, be yeah. on soon. As soon as we get that 500 likes, we're going to be posting that. But until next time, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. <laughs>